Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Command Partners, the top full-service crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped raise over $70 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by The Gadget Flow, a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. The Gadget Flow is the ultimate buyer's guide for cool luxury gadgets and creative gifts. To learn more, visit thegadgetflow.com. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today, I am honored to be joined by Ruth Hedges. Ruth, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Roy, for inviting me. So, Ruth, you are the crowdfunding goddess. Can I say that, I guess? Sure. <laughs> sure. So you've, you've had quite a, a backstory and a back history with crowdfunding. You know, we're, we're coming up on the fifth annual global crowdfunding convention in the wonderful Las Vegas here on October 15th through the 17th. Give our audience kind of the story. Where does Ruth Hedges start with crowdfunding and how has it evolved into this convention now? Sure. So, um, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me on your show. Very excited to be here. We, uh, I actually got involved in this in 2009 at the height of the recession when the banks stopped lending, the VCs and angels stopped investing. And my clients, who I have uh, some business plan writing software, realized that they couldn't use the software because nobody was funding anybody. And so uh, I'm going to give you a very short version of a very long story. But essentially, I got together with a group of people who we decided we would have to go to Congress and get an 80-year-old securities law removed that had prevented unaccredited investors in investing in a startup. And it was originally called the Startup Exemption. And we spent 17 months getting signatures and going to Washington and meeting with congressmen and senators and bringing in all kinds of other key people like Steve Case and the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and all kinds of other people who eventually helped us get uh, Title III, 4A6 passed into law and signed by the president on April 5th, 2012. And my two business partners were actually at the White House on the lawn, on the lower lawn during the signing. And as soon as the bill was signed, my phone rang. It was them saying, we did it. So it's been a very exciting journey. Unfortunately, we did not get the bill we wanted. We got a more complicated bill. And when I saw that, I realized that I was going to have to start educating the public as well as the service providers, because it wasn't a lawyer or a CPA in this country at that moment who knew anything about this either. And so we started this convention and here we are in our fifth year and we're celebrating finally the legalized the ability to, to sell these securities because on May 16, it became the law. You know, it was the SEC came out with the rules and now anybody can invest in, in, a, in a company that uses this regulation. Yeah, it's definitely an exciting time in the uh, equity side of the crowdfunding industry. You know, we're, we're getting into there with a lot more companies and we're seeing more and more companies getting into that. Let's talk about the conference a little bit because I'm really excited about it. I'm honored to be speaking at it on a couple different panels there. This will be my second time at the event. What should people you know, expect or what, what can you tell people about the conference itself? Well, you know, it is critical. There's millions of people that are involved in crowdfunding today. 
but a lot of them fail miserably at doing this. And, and it's a shame because there is, as you know, a way to do this. Now, not everyone's going to be successful, but obviously you don't want to go start something and be, be uh, guaranteed to fail. So we focus all on the education. Uh, there's a lot of places you can go and have high level conversations about the the theoretical aspects of this and the pros and cons of this and that. We don't care about that. We really want to focus on getting as many small businesses and entrepreneurs and causes to, to use crowdfunding. Uh, GoFundMe, for example, has, has done over $2 billion in nonprofit and cause related crowdfunding. And obviously reward-based crowdfunding with Kickstarter Indiegogo. We have Slava Rubin coming this year, who's the co-founder of Indiegogo. And they've done over a billion dollars on their platform. And, uh, and, and, and all of this type of crowdfunding has really changed the world. I mean, look at Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders crowdfunded his campaign, $220 million. And if crowdfunding wasn't a thing, that wouldn't have been a possibility for him. But because it is a thing... You know, he got to benefit and he got to be a relevant conversation in this year's election. So, you know, we, we cover reward donation to equity. We're the only convention that does that. And we, we go into the guts and the process of how to use this. Then we're also trying to inspire and encourage the public to understand they can now be an angel investor, which they were not legally able to do before. So what does that really mean? That means that they can start to scour these funding portals and find deal flow that might interest them and take some of their money and, and take a, you know, take a risk. It's risky, obviously, but it's still an, an interesting experience and may eventually benefit them in the long run. But in the short run, they're going to help with job creation. They're going to help bring certain things to their cities and towns that might never have seen the light of day. And, uh, you know, it's a powerful way to, to side to get around the, the gatekeepers, the bankers, and you know, who have historically decided every single city, Main Street in every single city in this country has been decided by a bank. Gotcha. And now we can change that, you know? Certainly, certainly. So I know you mentioned Slava. He, he kills it over at Indiegogo. Who are some of the other uh, speakers that you have coming to the event this year? So we have um, Brian Camillo, who is the founder of um, Artist Share. Are you familiar with that platform? We are. Fascinating. I mean, he came before Kickstarter. He came before Indiegogo and started giving musicians an opportunity to um, to fund the music they were trying to create by using crowdfunding. And 29 of his artists have, have been nominated for a Grammy and 10 of them have won Grammy Awards. I mean, just thinking about that, it's like, wow, that's... That means that music would never have existed, potentially, if it wasn't for crowdfunding. And they're now Grammy. The brilliant music is now won a Grammy Award. So, you know, we're excited about that. We have uh, Derek Fetzel, who runs Caring Crowd. It's a Johnson & Johnson platform for public health causes. It's for nonprofit organizations. And Johnson & Johnson doesn't charge a single dime for those nonprofits to use their platform. So we're very excited to hear Derek speak. And then we have Jillian Hellman coming, and she, she came and spoke in 2013. She was completely unknown at the time. She was on a panel. And now she has a platform that's done over $200 million in real estate crowdfunding, and she has over 80,000 investors registered on her platform. So um, 
we're very excited about that. And then we have some some companies that have used crowdfunding, like real superstars. We're rock stars, you know, like Exploding Kittens. And they raised, you know, over $8 million for a, a card game, which is just amazing, you know. Yeah, they, they've done pretty crazy in terms of how they've capitalized on the crowd that they've built. So you've certainly got all of the all-stars there, the who's who of crowdfunding, whether it be the reward side or the equity side. It's certainly going to be, you know, a very informative conference. What are some of the other things that attendees should be expecting in terms of takeaways from the event? So um, it, we go into the details. So we're going to go into social media marketing and marketing automation and PR and those kind of things. We're not just going to say you need to get some press. <laughs> we're going to talk about how to actually do that. We're not going to talk about how, you know, important, like we're going to go through a lot of the steps of, of, of the the most important things to do. I, I was called the other day by a woman who she's actually coming to attend and she's got, we've got like 45 little mini startup booths where people who can, if they're already running a crowdfunding campaign, they can crowdfund live from their little mini booth. If they want to showcase an offering that is coming up in the future, they can just get a larger audience by having the little mini booth. And this woman is actually on Indiegogo right now. And she said, you know, would you do me a huge favor and just take a quick look at my campaign? And um, you're not going to believe this, but she didn't have a video, which is like the biggest. The cardinal sin. Right, exactly. (laughs) And then, and then of course she didn't do the, you know, the 20 to 30% up front, which is the other one that most people forget. And I try to explain to people that, you know, you have, if you got 300 people to give you a dollar, you'd be like, Kickstarter's best friend or Indiegogo's, but you know, they would start to elevate your campaign and push it up and get it more attention. And the public would, would obviously get, would you would get the attention of the public who don't know who you are at all. So there's lots of these little tricks that people don't know about. And obviously the worst thing you can do is to invite the public who don't know you to a campaign and have it be empty and no money there because they're going to wonder, doesn't your mother love you? Doesn't your father, you know, like, Nobody in the whole world thinks enough about your talent or your product to give you a dollar even. You know what I'm saying? So it's a terrible thing to start a campaign on the first day and then obviously to be there weeks later and still have nothing there or 20 or 50 bucks. Yeah, nobody nobody wants to be the first one on the dance floor, right? Exactly. Exactly. So they have to understand, you know, those those are just, you know, one of hundreds of of tips and, and and secrets and all kinds of things that we're going to share and our speakers are going to share who have it been immersed. I mean, we have a group of people in just on the marketing side that have helped companies raise over a hundred million dollars, not to mention the people who actually crowdfunded themselves millions of dollars, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Our agency alone is just about to cross the hundred million dollar mark on its own. But um, well, then, then I take that back. We have over <laughs> $200 million. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Ruth, so in the conference, this being its fifth year, what what has changed, you know, in the conference in terms of not only just the attendees and the the education level, but in terms of the conference itself, how has it evolved over the last five years? Well, obviously, I mean, the industry was $1.7 billion when we did our first convention, and it's going to exceed $60 billion this year, which is more than venture capital funding. And so... That's a game changer that people really have to understand. I mean, the real estate industry has blown up since we did our first convention in, in crowdfunding. 
like I said, GoFundMe was was really not much of anything five years ago. And look at it today. They've done over $2 billion. So I think there is something for everyone here. And no matter what kind of industry they're involved in, whether they're in the regulatory side, whether they're in the, you know, for nonprofit organizations to come and really understand how powerful crowdfunding could be for their fundraising. Students, we have a ton of students coming. We have a, a big partnership with UNLV with a program called Doing What Matters. They have 113 community colleges in the state of California and uh, obviously full of entrepreneurs. And now those entrepreneurs can, instead of leaving their ideas in a tech transfer office that, and never seeing it get funded, they can bring Title III crowdfunding to the school and, let, and, and the alumni can help own a piece of the kid's company and the school and everybody wins. Yeah, that's very interesting. What's, what's one of the most interesting trends that you've seen because you've been at crowdfunding at the forefront over the last five to eight years? Uh, what's been the most interesting trend? Well, I'm fascinated that music is actually the number one crowdfunded thing. I thought it was technology for a long time, but I've been reading, you know, obviously I keep up with all this stuff and, uh, you know, fashion and people self-publishing their books and, you know, food products. And I mean, the list just goes on. The kinds of things uh, that people crowdfund is, is just fascinating to me. You know, I, I really wish we got more involved in crowdfunding on a public level, meaning like there was an article years ago about a, a town that crowdfunded the potholes in their city. I think we have a lot of issues like we need more assisted living facilities, more nursing homes. You know, there are lots of things we could be crowdfunding and, it, and we have the money. There's trillions of dollars sitting on the sidelines by 350 million Americans. So it's not a money issue. It's just, it's just an awareness and education and, and a getting, getting everyone together and understanding, you know, and, and coming together and having a meeting of the mind of what, what is necessary in their city and town. No. Absolutely. So this gets us into our launch round where I rapid fire a few questions at you, Ruth. Are you ready to go? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll be easy on you. Um, so what, what inspired you to be an entrepreneur or get involved with crowdfunding? So I've been self-employed since I was 14 and I'm uh, considerably older than that now. <laughs> so I understand the struggles that entrepreneurs have in raising capital. And it's, it's terrible. We, we've lost so much innovation, probably a cure for cancer and God knows what else because, because of a very dysfunctional um, funding system where people are encouraged to go after venture capital when nobody gets venture capital. Nobody gets it. It's like a half a percent of anybody ever gets venture capital. But, but somehow that's like the big, you know, the big thing we're all supposed to strive for. And it's, it's, caused a lot of harm to a lot of great entrepreneurs. Now we have, we can change that with crowdfunding. Absolutely. So if you could have any entrepreneur come to the event in a couple of weeks, who would it be? Oh, I would love Mark Cuban to come. All right. So what would be your first question for Cuban? My first question for him is what did it feel like in 1999 to sell an internet company for whatever um, many billion dollars he did? I think it was broadband.com. Yeah. sold several billion dollars. Yeah. Pretty crazy story there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so who did you look up to when you were growing up? 
Well, my entire family was entrepreneurs. Um, my great-grandfather came over from Ellis Island and started a little wallpaper hanging company. He hung wallpaper. And uh, he taught his son that, who my grandfather, who, who only had like an eighth grade education when they all came over from Russia. And he turned that into a wallpaper. He realized that hanging wallpaper, he was never going to get rich. The money was made in the, as being a distributor. And somehow he was able to put together a little distribution company and grew it 45 years later to the second largest wallpaper distribution company in the country at the time. And so my parents worked there and they grew the company and everybody in my family at that time worked. And so I was always around um, people self-employed and, you know, and entrepreneurs. Oh, that's great. What, uh, what books on your nightstand right now? Nothing because I'm so busy putting this convention together. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so what my, my final question in the launch round, you've been doing fine. Um, what does the future of crowdfunding look like to Ruth Hedges? So here's my, my objective is to get crowdfunding into the DNA, the DNA of everybody, the same way that nobody prompts you to open your phone and check your email every day. Nobody prompts you to check your Facebook page. It's in your DNA already. It's just there. Somehow it, it, you do it, right? It's not being, you know, nobody's telling you to do this. I want people to have the same sense of inspiration to check on their favorite funding portal or funding platform, crowdfunding website, or a combination of several of these platforms every day to see what kind of deals are out there, see what kind of products are being crowdfunded, see what kind of causes need their funding, and just do it automatically. And when we get to that day, which is not that far off, because look what happened with social media, right? If you look at MySpace or you look at Friendster 10 years, eight, nine years ago, and you said to somebody, you know, are you using that for social media marketing? They would say, what's social media marketing? But today, when you talk about social media marketing, everybody knows it's Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and Twitter and yada, yada, yada. Well, when you mention crowdfunding, people still don't have that the ability to connect it to the platforms and they're because they're not living in those platforms the way they live on social media. And so it's our job to get them there. And eventually that will become part of their DNA. And then we will have a changed world because we'll be able to fund so many things that we desperately need. Absolutely. And I know, you know, you're doing a lot of education, obviously with the conference and everything else you're doing there on the education forefront. Obviously, we're trying to help out with Art of the Kickstart and educating people on what crowdfunding is and how to do it right. So, Ruth, I really appreciate absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me just say one other thing. Sure. Um, we also launched a product called crowdfundingcrm.com, which is a planning tool and marketing automation social media platform to help people prepare to get ready for a crowdfunding campaign and then also to build a crowd along the way. So, Ruth, I appreciate it. Please, please give our audience your pitch. Tell people what you're all about, where people should go to sign up, and why they should go check out the, the conference. Yes, uh, please go to the GCC World and dot com, the GCC World dot com. It's the global, the fifth annual global crowdfunding convention. Uh, if you put in RH25, you'll get 25% off coupon code and save on the tickets. Uh, there's only a little less than two and a half weeks left. So please go do it now because this is an amazing conference and you'll meet Roy <laughs> and me and a whole bunch of other people. We have over 60 speakers 
and just have a, a blast. We have uh, some fun cocktail parties. We're doing the crowdfunding award show and giving out awards. We have an after red carpet and an after party in the London Club. It's a really fun convention. Kendall is doing Who Wants to Raise a Million Dollars, the game show. It's kind of like who wants, you know, wants to be a millionaire. And we're going to have cash and prizes for that as well. Absolutely. So, no, it's definitely going to be a fun time. And heck, it's in Vegas. So how can you not have fun? Right, Ruth? Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Well, Ruth, you've been great. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure to visit Art of the Kickstart for all the show notes, a full transcript, links to the conference and everything we talked about today. Ruth, thank you again so much for being on our show. Thank you Roy, for inviting me and see you in a few weeks. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.